Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. A warmer for the Welcome to Bluffy Las Vegas for Jessica Seeps with myself, Greg Eats Peters, and now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. We've got a tremendous podcast for you guys. We're going to be going guest-free today. We've got a lot of guests that are going to be joining me all throughout the week. It's a little bit of a busy Sunday for many of the regulars, so I'm going to be taking this myself, and we're going to be diving in in segment number one on just how this offseason is a little bit different than past offseasons because I do think that there's a lot more that needs to be tracked where there were some things that were just made a little bit easier due to COVID that are not going to be so easy this offseason. So I'm going to be diving into that in segment number one. In segment number two, we did see a pair of big-time NBA draft decisions that I do think are going to have some significance. We did see a few guys decide to shift schools as well, so we're going to be addressing those as well. Be on the lookout for a lot of moves coming in about, I would say, two or so weeks. The NBA draft decision deadline, that is coming up in about a week to a week and a half. Once guys make their decisions as to whether or not they're staying in the NBA draft or coming back to school, that will put a lot of wheels in motion because there's a lot of schools that are holding on to a scholarship or two. They're holding out hope that... Insert your favorite player here, Julian Phillips, Arthur Kaluma, what have you, that they're going to be returning to school. And there are going to be some guys that they do. There are going to be some guys that they do not. There are going to be surprises to the positive and the negative, and that is going to be causing for a whole lot of hoopla. So be on the lookout there. So we're probably going to be a little bit more lean with regards to the news and notes the next week or so. But once we hit early June, it is going to be hot and heavy, and we always like to keep it hot and heavy on this podcast. And if you ever do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GNIT underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters ZM. They mean does not matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. The other way, that is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. Really haven't received a lot of Twitter questions. I know that many of you guys are taking a look at the NBA postseason, which feeling a little bit more like the NCAA tournament with the upsets at this point, which I absolutely love because my biggest issue with the NBA has always been that there has been a lack of parity. Feels like guys don't necessarily try as hard as they should during the regular season. Here in the playoffs, it has been absolutely tremendous. So I'm very, very much happy about that. But one thing that is very unique about this offseason is that there have been a few different things that have been put in place that is going to make it a little bit tougher for transferring. There was that cutoff date with regards to the transfer portal, which I've been addressing a little bit in recent days. I am not sure if we're going to be seeing a lot of guys 
decided to enter into the transfer portal late and if the NCAA is going to be doing anything. I do think that there are going to be a few guys that test this system and I think that it's going to really depend upon who decides that they're going to be testing the system as well because if you have like someone that was in the NBA draft decides to pull his name out and they decide all of a sudden, yeah, I want to be transferring elsewhere. Like this is not going to happen at all because he has already signed with an agent. He's as good as gone. But if Brandon Miller did not have a registered agent or anything like that, if he was just going through the process, pulled his name out, and he decided, oh, I wanted to enter into the transfer portal, I think it would be a little bit different than if it was like Walkie McWalkon, who scored two points last season at Mississippi Valley State, deciding, oh, I want to enter into the transfer portal late. So I do think that there is that aspect of it. But what I think is really more important, because I think a lot of people are a little bit aware of the transfer portal deadline at this point, and we've already got north of 1,700 names in the transfer portal. As I take a look on the site that I always use, Verbal Commits to track this, 1,760 players entered into the transfer portal. So no shortage of guys and no shortage of moves that have been made this offseason. But what I think is more significant is we did see the NCAA towards the back half of the 2022-23 season say, you know what, we are going to be tracking a lot of these waivers. We are going to be cracking down a little bit more. And just because your coach is going to a new school, we are going to be denying some waivers. And I think that this is going to be very interesting to take a look at. And there's really no way of knowing what we're going to be getting because the last few seasons in college basketball, it's been very easy for us to track transfers. And it's just been a system where a guy is eligible until further notice. We saw someone like Hunter Huff, I believe that was. He was transferring over from VMI to Chattanooga. The SOCON had some archaic rule that did not allow someone that was not a graduate transfer to transfer within the conference. So he got denied a waiver, and he was like one of three guys, maybe, that got denied a waiver out of a 1,000. Like, everyone was able to get a waiver. But, I mean, your first time transferring, you're able to get a freebie. Everyone is able to transfer once. If a guy is transferring for the first time, you really don't need to worry about it. They should be eligible right away until you see otherwise. Maybe they decide to redshirt them, something like that. But it should be good to go there. But when tracking some of these guys, and it's a lot of these guys that are on transfer number two, transfer number three, Sometimes where they go to transfer number four, transfer number five, you're able to go down the list. This is a big question mark that we've got in college basketball right now. Will these guys be allowed to transfer? And are they going to try to find some loopholes? Like, I think that we were talking with our good friend yesterday in uh, Tristan Freeman. I know that there was a player. I forget who it was. It might have been Aziz Benadogo. It might have been someone different because he went from... Utah Valley and he decided that he was going to be going to Cincinnati and he was going to be trying to say that he deserved a waiver due to mental health. Now, I am not going to be one to be like, oh, he's a liar or anything like that because you don't want to be questioning those sorts of things. And I do think that it could put the NCAA in a very big gray area as well because if they start denying waivers for people that put in for mental health, they're going to look like a not-so-savory organization. And if they award every single one of them, they're going to be looking as a joke of an organization as well. So you're able to play it both ways. But I do think that it's a very tricky situation to be able to gauge. And it's sort of going back to a way that we were taking a look at things pre-COVID. Because pre-COVID, it was very difficult to gauge who was going to be eligible or not. 
I was always saying this on the podcast a few years ago back when we did have this system. You pretty much were just picking names out of a hat as the guys that would get waivers and guys that would not. It would be like, oh, you over at Villanova, you have been denied your waiver. You at UTSA, you get your waiver and everything like that. And you were just like, what in the heck is going on here? I fear that we might be in that vector once again. We shall see what happens with some of these guys that are going to be trying to put in for a mental health waiver. Some of these guys that are going to be trying to put in for just various reasons as to why they are transferring because apparently a coaching runoff is not necessarily going to be one of them. So that is very interesting to take a look at. And then the obvious thing as well to take a look at that makes the logistics of college basketball very strange as well because there are so many resources that help us keep these rosters straight right now. Like I just mentioned the fact that I go to verbal commits to take a look at who's all in the transfer portal right now. 1,760 names are in the transfer portal. Here's one list that we do not have. The guys that do slash do not utilize their COVID fifth year. And that is always interesting to take a look at because there are some guys that they do, there are some guys that they don't. Now, I'm going to do my best humanly possible to relay this information once we do the conference previews, but there are sometimes some very last-second changes of heart as well. There are some guys that they just decide that, you know what, I'm not going to be playing basketball this year, and then sometimes they pick it up in the next year as well. Like, Seth Towns is going to be back for, like, his eighth year of college basketball. He decided that he was going to be going to Howard over the weekend, so we've got a lot of interest there, and you do have some guys that they're out of college basketball for a year or two, and they resurface. Some of these guys turn out to be a Buster Rooney. Some of these guys are... Keontae Johnson from last year, and Keontae Johnson was one of the biggest impact players in all of college basketball, committed to Kansas State very, very late. We saw what Kansas State was able to do this season, and we saw Mr. Johnson be able to just completely ascend. So there are some logistical issues that we are going to need to get a little bit more insight on, and that's part of what I'm going to be doing on this podcast as well, because as I always say, it is sort of like a research paper with regards to taking a look at any sport during the offseason, whether you're an NFL handicapper, a college football, college basketball, baseball, what have you. It's one of these cases where you don't want to be trying to overload the system. You don't want to have like 100 days to do your college research paper and then night number 99, you haven't written a single paragraph and it is due the next day. You don't want to be doing that at the same time. You don't want to be trying to do all of it in one night as well. You leave out a bunch of different stuff. You're sort of asleep at the wheel, making a bunch of errors, trying to race through it a little bit more quickly than you need to as well. So I'm with you guys all offseason long, trying to be able to take a look at these various angles. And I'm going to be trying to key in on this a little bit more. So that way you just have a lay of the land and you're able to get the most accurate information humanly possible. Because if you do it correctly and if you're able to gauge these rosters correctly, Every year is just a little bit different with regards to college basketball, but it should be able to give you a nice edge towards the beginning part of the college basketball season. And what always is important is to be gauging this player movement in college basketball. We did see some of it on Sunday. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a roundup as to the NBA draft decisions and the transfers that we did see on Sunday next. Right here on Coast Coast Beach, you by yourself, Peggy Peterson, now a part of the Eastern Family Podcast. This show slash podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp and 
over at BetterHelp. They're helping you try to be able to ease up on your life a little bit more because I'm sure that you, much like myself, wish you had a little bit more time on your hands, whether that be to pursue a hobby. I myself could use a little bit of sleep as I've been handicapping about like 300 games a week and you're not able to get a lot of sleep when you're working that much, so hopefully you appreciate it on this podcast. But that said, Therapy can be exactly what you need to be able to get a little bit more time on your hands to pursue exactly what you love. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Coast today. That's C-O-A-S-T to be able to get 10% off through your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Coast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts are you ready to become a winning sports better Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units returned, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. Las Vegas for Ghost Ghosties with myself, Greg Eves Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family and Podcast. We went guest free today. We are going to be having a lot of guests on in the coming days, and we've been trying to get on a nice blend of guests the last few weeks. A little bit of a busy Sunday for a lot of the people that typically join me, so 
more than happy to hold it down. And we did see quite a bit of news in upon that I do want to be diving into here in this segment. So it works out actually relatively well as we did see this just before I came on. Tolu Smith, he decided that he is going to be pulling out of the NBA draft and he is going to be heading back to Mississippi State. This is absolutely massive for Mississippi State. Now, obviously, the big problem with the Bulldogs last season was their three-point shooting. Defense was rock solid for them all season long, but being able to return your main scorer, your main guy down low in Tolu Smith, who last year he registered 15.5 points, 8.5 boards. I'm not going to say he was like some shot-blocking savant or anything like that, but he was very good in the low post. That is big for them. I like what Chris Chance has really been able to build up. And I mean, for Mississippi State, they have looked themselves a little bit in the mirror in the transfer portal and brought in Andrew Taylor. Got to figure that they're probably going to need to bring in another guy or two be able to improve that three-point shooting. But Taylor is a nice starting point. They also bring in Jimmy Bell Jr., someone who's 6'10", 295. So I think that this is absolutely massive for Mississippi State. Now, Mississippi State, they're still going to be maintaining that identity of playing rock-solid defense. They still, even if they pick up a guy in the transfer portal or two, are probably not going to be the world's greatest three-point shooting team. I'm not revealing any trade secrets or anything like that, but I mean, being able to get Tolu Smith back, who was really that glue guy for them last season, a part of one of the best defenses in all of college basketball, that is very, very massive for them, and we're going to be seeing more and more of these NBA draft decisions as we go along. That's one of the biggest ones that we've seen thus far, as I know that Tolu Smith was a little bit on the fence, and he decided that he is going to be returning to Mississippi State. Casey Morsell, he is going to be back in the fold for NC State. He is going to be utilizing that extra year of eligibility, and this is big for NC State, as I like what they've been able to do here in the offseason as well. They did need to rebuild that backcourt. It's to Cravian Smith, along with Carl Joyner. They're going to be out of the fold. Casey Marcel was really that number three guy for them. And Casey Marcel, very good spot-up three-point shooter. Last year shot 41% from three. Now, prior to last year, never really shot above 35% from three. I could see a little bit of regression with him. And towards back half of the season, it was a little bit rough for him. He scored a combined 24 points in the final four games of the season, but still was able to take nice strides forward a season ago, about 12 points per contest. He also did give the team right around four and a half rebounds and a steal per contest as well. That's he State, they do need to be a little bit better on defense, but they bring in someone in Michael O'Connor who comes over from Stanford. He's going to be able to help take the pressure off, be able to dole out the ball. MJ Rice is a former top 50 recruit coming in from Kansas, and then you've got DJ Turn It Up Horn. So Casey Marcel is that perfect number three guy for the team. Jaden Taylor is going to be in that backcourt as well with NC State. Going to need to have someone like a Muhammad Diara be able to step up a little bit down low. I believe that DJ Burns is going to be back in the fold as well. But, I mean, this is an NC State team that if they're able to find some chemistry, they've got someone in Casey Marcel who's a nice holdover from a season ago. I think that NC State can once again be very powerful in an ACC that it feels like it's going to be very top-heavy. Duke and North Carolina, you know that they're going to be there. Virginia's looking rock solid as well. I don't know what to expect, though, out of some of these teams with a new coaching staff like Georgia Tech has brought in some guys, but I do think that could be a little bit rough for Damian Saddlemeyer in year number one, obviously with Syracuse. No longer having Jim Beheim after a million, billion years. That's interesting along Notre Dame and Renzi State. I think that they can sort of have that standing that they had last season. 
being a team that reaches the NCAA tournament. I don't think that they're necessarily a top 25 team or anything at this point. I think that they would need to be a little bit better in the post. I do think that they're going to need to improve that defense in order to be able to do so. But still, being able to bring back Casey Marcel, that is very significant news for them. This is big news for Western Michigan, a school that hasn't been able to get a lot to go their way as they are bringing in Texas A&M transfer Javante Brown. With Javante Brown, he actually did see some minutes for the team during the 2021-22 season. It's not like he played a ton, but he played in 31 of the team's games. He's a 7-footer that should be able to help out down low for a Western Michigan team that, honestly, they weren't the world's worst team on the glass, but I mean, they still have something to be desired. And for Western Michigan, being able to bring in a guy that 247 Sports had rated as a top 130 recruit in the responding class that he was in, I believe it was the class of 2021, you know what? That's big for them as it's been rough for Western Michigan to say the least. They have been a bottom feeder in the MAC for many, many years. So being able to add a little bit down low, I think is going to be big for them. Backcourt is still going to be a big giant issue for Western Michigan. It always has been and it probably always will be for Western Michigan. But you know what? Being able to bring in a guy like this, I think is a very good for them. I do think that they're going to need to make a few more moves as well. But they also brought in Anthony Crump here in the offseason as well. They decided to go within the state. Chancey Willis, he was the main point guard over at D2 Saginaw Valley State. He's coming in. I do think that there is a little bit of upside with Western Michigan. Not that they're going to be finishing in the top half of the MAC or anything like that, but they're looking a little bit less sorry right now. This is a move that I really like as well as Western Kentucky. They're looking to turn over a new little bit of a new leaf. Coach Steve Lutz comes over from Texas A&M Corpus Christi. He's bringing one of his own over with him, Jalen Jackson. He was one of the main facilitators for that Corpus Christi team for a season ago, and I think that this is a textbook perfect fit for them because, for one, he obviously knows the system of Mr. Steve Lutz, so that is going to be very helpful now with Jackson. He's not going to be someone that's going to be lighting the world on fire. It's not going to be going out for 20 points per game or anything like that, though I will say. In that NCAA tournament game against Southeast Missouri State, he did put up 22 points, and... To be able to make the NCAA tournament in the Southland tournament, he was able to put up some big scoring games. But for Jalen Jackson, he just does a good job of taking care of the ball. Last year, he had 2.9 assists and 2 turnovers per contest. Shot about 31.5% from three. He did have a season where he shot more like 40% from three-part range back when he was at North Texas. But for Jalen Jackson, just a steady hand in the backcourt. He's able to dole out the ball with Western Kentucky. Really, their big piece was bringing in Brandon Newman, the gentleman from Purdue. He's able to pop some threes. A little bit more of a six foot five combo player that really can't have the ball in his hands. He's not really much of a distributor, but it's someone that's able to launch it from three-point range. So I like the way that Western Kentucky is looking to build themselves up. That is big for them. Great Fuller. He sat out last season, but two years ago, he was able to see some very significant minutes over at Central Florida, and he has decided that he is going to be becoming a roadrunner. He is going for UTSA, meet meet to them, and for Dre Fuller, I think that he's going to be able to have a big imprint on UTSA, and I like what UTSA has been able to do this offseason. For Dre Fuller, two years ago during the 2021-22 season, it was an off year for him. He had four points per contest, did shoot 36%, from three-point range. Better than his first two years on campus, but when he was really able to take hold was during that 2020-21 season for Central Florida. He was able to see 14 starts that year, seven points, two and a half assists, a steal, 
4.7 rebounds per contest, 6 foot 5, really master of none, but very solid at very many different attributes sort of guy. And for UTSA, it has been a little bit of a rough run for them in recent years. I still remember when they had Javon Jackson along Keaton Wallace a few years ago in that backcourt. It was very rock solid for them. UTSA has looked themselves in the mirror and they said, we are going to need to try something different. They get Jordan Ivy Curry back. He was the top scorer for the team a few seasons ago. They bring in Trey Edmonds to be able to lock things down. He comes in from Utah Tech to be able to give this team a little bit of rebounding. Isaiah Wyatt was a just scorer over at Chatteron State. He was at the non-D1 level. Justin Thomas is coming in. Quincy McGriff, he's a combo player from Duquesne. I really like what UTSA has been able to do this offseason as well. So that's a very significant move for them. And we are keeping track of all these moves right here on Coast to Coast Hoops. And we should be seeing a lot of news coming down within the next few weeks. Obviously, these NBA draft decisions, they're going to be very big. I'm going to be keeping track of all of them. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, you are able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to go for those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GNN underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM. They mean to some matter, so as per usual, please just send these into the timeline and the other way. That's fine, an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Five that five-star review. Hopefully, we can get to a point within the next few weeks that we are able to do some conference previews. I'm hoping to do either the America East or the Atlantic Sun within the next few weeks. Uh, let's hope and pray that we can get a little bit of clarity here in the transfer portal and a little bit of clarity with these NBA draft decisions that we're going to be doing that. But regardless, what I can guarantee you is that I will be with you on this podcast every single day. The last time I missed today was like November of 2019. I have not missed a day this decade, so you can make on me being back with you guys once again tomorrow, and I always do appreciate you tuning in. Thank you so much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can be all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you and you're able to learn more over at BetterHelp.com. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.